Hello, and uh, welcome to the Dark Secret Hole. I am your host, Derek Smith. Uh, joining me today is a uh, renowned film baron, podcast tour, and all-around swell guy, uh, Jesse um, Kester. You How know you what it rhymes guy, with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank this. you. Um, I'm good. I'm, I'm so excited to explore your large dark hole. Thank you. I'm excited as well for us just to get in there. How, uh, what, what do we have to do before we can dive into this? So the first thing that, that we have yeah, to do. Gorgeous dark hole of yours is, uh, is ask um, so what age uh, Jesse did you start believing in ghosts um, I can tell you I, I can't tell you the exact age I'm guessing like 9 or 10 but I can tell you exactly when it happened and what happened that day sure please um, I've been thinking about ghosts recently and I wonder the question that's on my mind this week is is the first ghost still around yeah, that's a good question uh, last week we had uh, famed ghost hunter um, uh, ghost Hunter S. Thompson? Uh, yeah, Ghost Hunter S. Thompson on the show. Uh, and he was telling us that the first ghost is actually a guy by the name of Richard. Uh, Richard, surprisingly... So it was an Anglo-Saxon no, who, no, who died no. first. <laughs> actually, it was a guy from Reseda. Um, he died first because he invented a time travel machine in his garage and <laughs> traveled shit. back to him. Right. Totally stupid. <laughs> really you should. In fact, kids, if you're listening at home, you really should only invent time travel, uh, with, with a parent or guardian present. Anyway, and, like until you've got a couple of, uh, a couple of years under your belt, so to speak, yeah. go forward. Yeah. You fucking right. backwards. <laughs> backwards is not a good idea. Yeah. That's leave that to the pros. Yeah. Thank you very much. So anyway, Richard, he died in the Cretaceous period. He's in by a velociraptor. And uh, so technically Richard is the, the first ghost. Dinosaurs don't have ghosts, by the way. Well, that's um, another big question is what uh, what beasts outside of the beast of man uh, gets ghosts? Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, Are there any? You know, I think there really aren't. I think there's just just us, just you and me and that there's no one else. You know, it'd be a pisser is if mosquitoes get ghosts. Oh my and god! Ghost ghost mosquitoes. mosquitoes are eating ghost humans. That, that sounds. Uh, if that's the other species. So my my ideal version of hell is basically that, but you spend all your time at LAX as well. LAX. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're you're just stuck in LAX, trying to make a flight that you'll never make. Uh, but there's also ghost mosquitoes. But- so. <laughs> My favorite thing about LAX is that you have to go to every terminal. Whatever yeah. terminal you're going yeah. to, you must go Absolutely. to all of them. I want to meet the guy who drafted those blueprints and was right. like, guys, I got it. I finally cracked the code. Yep. The Da Vinci Code. That's that's how the, the LAX was designed. A series of numbers that make no sense. Um, and take a shit of time. time. Yeah, exactly. Just take all the time. So Jesse, yes. I, w- I want to ask you know, in your in your time working in the film industry. Oh wait, uh, uh, can we get the, the ghost thing? Yeah, my stepbrother and I were uh, we we would like go into a closet and yeah. just talk and you know turn on a flashlight and yeah. read comic books or whatever. Yeah, one day we were in there chatting, we turned off the flashlight and then we kind of went silent for ten minutes or fifteen, whatever yeah. it was. And uh, and he said to me, do you see that person floating above us? Yeah. And I said, yeah, there's a person floating above yeah. us. And there was a person just floating, looking just floating down on us. And we were gosh. watching her and she was yeah. watching us. And that was when I started believing in ghosts. That would do it, I yeah. feel like. So what was the question you were going to so, ask? So my, my question is, you know, your time working in, in, in the film industry and everything. Yes. Who have you met yes. that you are for sure is, is a reptilian? Oh, and what tipped you off? <laughs> I want to put her on blast because <laughs> she's cool too. Oh, so I'm sure. not going to name any names, but you can guess who it is. If uh, call me and I'll tell you who it is, but um, there's something ethereal about her and she's mm. not reptilian. Well, like she's not reptilian in any bad way. She's right. just not human either. Right. Um, Usually you look for the second set of eyelids. Oh, when they blink, blink horizontal. Yeah, exactly. They have two sets. Um, I wish I could pull the that the Men in Black one, yeah. the name of that species that Tommy oh, Lee Jones yeah. says in Act Does One, it? but I cannot remember. When uh, did you meet your first reptilian? My first reptilian. Um, do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? No, I don't think I believe in ghosts. Okay. I've never seen a ghost. Even though I just sitting here looking sure. you dead in the eye, I told, told you my me, experience. Yeah. And I don't, I call don't me believe a liar. you. Call, I, me to, call me a liar to my face. You're a liar to your face. Okie dokie. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm not saying that to say that I don't believe in ghosts. 
uh, but I've never seen a ghost. I'll put it to you that okay. way. So, and I've heard plenty of people tell me they've seen ghosts and I'm like, cool. But until I see one, you know, I feel like it's the book's still out on that one. I'm double AF agnostic <laughs> as fuck brother. <laughs> uh, my first reptilian, uh, experience, uh, was probably, you know, the old, uh, video, uh, it's, uh, I think it's of Hillary Clinton and, mm-hmm. uh, it's, or it's, it might be Obama, but they're, they're it's so easy to confuse those right. two. <laughs> it's, it's exactly the same. Um, they're doing like, a I think it's like a press conference or speech or something. And they have a bodyguard with them and they're mm-hmm. leaving the bodyguard, the camera on the bodyguard zooms in on the bodyguard, uh, the secret service guy, I guess would be in this case. He towards the camera and he blinks his second set of eyelids. You know. Wait, they, they, you see that? It's shit? on camera, yeah. What? Yeah, you can, I seen you can that. YouTube that shit right now. Uh, or Google it, maybe. It might be on Daily Motion, you know. Uh, I won't be, just, just because the <laughs> podcast is not the most visual medium. Actually, we've got the camera set up. What am I talking about? Yeah, you could just look it up. And we do have one camera pointed to the, the screen that we've yeah, got going. we could see if we can so, find this video. Oh, boy. Nothing is more fun on radio than listening to people Google Hillary or Obama <laughs> uh, reptilian yeah. secret just, service. Just reptilian secret service will probably pop it up. Secrets or service. It would. Okay, just so you, those of you keeping score at home, I'm not that terrible at typing. I'm typing through all the gear. All right, yeah, here we go. Uh, uh, go, to, go to videos. Go to, uh, yep, there he is. is it, uh, there it is. That's it. Okay, so. Okay, we don't need that yeah, audio. Yeah, uh, that's good. Um, this guy's gonna explain it to us. There it is. There we is go. that the guy? That's the guy. I can't see shit. Oh, this come is way on. too low you quality. Can see it just fine. He'll do it. Don't worry. Look at his. Look at the shape of his head. That's not normal. They're bodyguards. No, but look, I'm a bald guy. I don't have ridges like this dude. Come on. Look at him. Look at him. Look, he's all fucked up looking. <laughs> looks, like a, looks like a lizard. This this is as concrete proof that he's a reptile as my ghost <laughs> yeah. story is proof that ghosts exist. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. You're not wrong. <laughs> time well spent. <laughs> I love that. It's the greatest waste of time in the world. Oh, that's just too well just played, looks sir. Weird. Excellent, <laughs> excellent practical <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Are you a conspiracy spirit guy? Yo, I love them. Uh, I, I I try to listen to Coast to Coast every night on my ride home from work. Uh, I love that shit. It's so as it's entertainment so, or as oh, as entertainment. Okay, where are you at with uh, with uh, with uh, 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 9-11? That's what it was called. Jet, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams, bro. They got proof of that. You know, that's what the coach of the Seattle Seahawks said too. You know, mm-hmm. Did you know that Pete Carroll's big? The not, coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I doubted it. Yeah, right now <laughs> that you know who's on board, uh, is my face uh, ever red right now? <laughs> I always liked, um, did you know that flat earthers are now starting to, to shift to, they're saying it's a donut now instead of flat. Uh, I prefer to call them earthers, earthers. and that you <laughs> goddamn idiots who think it's a circle are round earther lunatics. It's a 3d circle. Man. Why would it be a donut? What is the, I don't know. Why would it be anything? It doesn't even exist. <laughs> That's actually a very good it's counter argument. <laughs> all words are made up. <laughs> I think that might be the best line in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, worlds are made. All words are made up. No, yeah. I mean, I, I love them. I, they're so entertaining. I, my favorite one. They had a couple of Bigfoot hunters on, and Bigfoot is a, a, an especially um, has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. We made a whole character out of it. Um, by the way, uh, not to backtrack, but the guy who ran the CIA, mm-hmm. his uncle was a famous Bigfoot hunter. Mm-hmm. He actually had like a, a plaster cast of a Bigfoot foot. That shit. I think I've heard. Yeah, yeah. He, he that 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 dude had that shit for real. And if you go up into the to the Pacific Northwest a little bit and camp in the wrong place, they'll throw rocks at you and shit. It's fucking nuts. Um, but anyway, I was listening to this one show of these two Bigfoot hunters, and um, they were talking about Bigfoot and, and Bigfoot shit. And they were these the dude was like super like hella hillbilly ass dude, you mm-hmm. know. 
uh, had the kind of accent that I practiced years to not talk with because mm-hmm. you sound like a moron. <laughs> um, up in North but, Carolina. But, yeah, up in North Kakalaki, we uh, sip on the moonshine and talk about Bigfoots. I was up in, in Asheville yep. where you go down to the stair to get some cairn. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hippies in Asheville, too. It's a pretty cool place. <laughs> uh, that town's mellow. That's, yeah, hella I've, mellow, yeah. I've got faith that the like the arts district in Winston-Salem and Asheville can save yeah, North Carolina. Uh, like They're going toe-to-toe with Charlotte, but yeah. they, they're putting up a good fight. Might be a little too far gone. Um, but anyway, so they're interviewing this, this dude. And um, the host, uh, you know, his, the guy, the guy who hosts Coast to Coast is a pretty good uh, interviewer, actually. Uh, he's good at leading the guys through their fucking nonsense. Um, so he asked the guy, OK, so we've been talking about Bigfoot for a while. Now, you guys have another cryptid that you've been hunting mm-hmm. called Dogman. Now, uh, my understanding is that this Dogman is kind of like a um, like a Bigfoot, but a dog. You know, mm-hmm. It looks like a dog giant dog man if you will oh i will (laughs) and and so the host is like so is that like uh is that anything similar to like a werewolf and the guy that he's interviewing you yeah exactly (laughs) his reaction no jarge uh werewolves ain't real werewolves are fiction in storybooks for children dog man is real Dogman is a real animal. He's a real cryptid out there in the wild, and he's very dangerous. And I don't appreciate you comparing it, making light yeah, of yeah, my life's yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. He was super insulted, uh, as well. He as should well, he be. should be. <laughs> Fucking Dogman is not to be fucked with. And and I remember I got super baked after listening to that, and I wrote like a whole. Uh, like, like 17 movie, movie titles for, for a dog man, you know, and it's just like, you know, dog man, one dog man, two dog man, three season of the dog man, Viva dog Vegas, Viva dog Vegas, uh, dog man, the bounty hunter, uh, dog man does Manhattan just dumb shit. Like bounty that. man, the dog hunter, <laughs> yeah, right? There you go. Just flip it on its ear, man. Hollywood's not ready for that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm from. Here's the thing. The reason I know so much about time travel and not fucking with the past is because I'm from the goddamn future, man. The future. We're, we're Bounty Man, the dog hunter. Yeah. We're ready for it. The darkest timeline. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love this shit, though. Um, everything about aliens, any, anything about aliens is fascinating to me. Let's get some framework. What do you, what do you say about aliens? What are the good ones? The, I don't know that there's any good ones per se. Um, uh, clearly the reptilians and the insect ones are the worst. Uh, the, the grays can be little fuckers too. Wait, the slow down. Yeah. Imagine that I know nothing yes. about what you're saying yep. with insects and yes. grays. Uh-huh. Bring me up to speed. Okay. So give me the elevator uh, pitch. Officially, I think there's like 23, uh, separate species of aliens that have visited the planet earth. Uh, since ancient times, uh, the most common ones seem to be the grays, which are like, uh, you ever see close encounters? Yeah. yeah, yeah little, yeah. little gray colored baby. Dudes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's them. Um, that explains why we have so many mashed potatoes in, in the world. Uh, yeah. It really makes that, sense. If you think about it. Yeah. Right? It's, um, but so they, they're little, you know, little, short little dudes and they look like shit, but they got big ass heads so they yeah. can control us with mind control and shit like that. You know, kind of like, um, we're like tigers to them, you know, like, like a tiger would fuck us up if, yeah. if, if we let it, but we usually don't let them. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. it works. Uh, so you got the grays and you got the reptilians, which are, have there ever been grays in wrestling pro wrestling? Has that? Yes. Okay. Uh, we were invaded uh, twice. Uh, the the because uh, y'all are sloppy. <laughs> yeah. man. Well, so try to learn something the first time around. What happened you? was, and I think this was back when we did. Um, this was definitely a CIA show, but uh, during the show, uh, aliens invaded the planet mm-hmm. Earth, and um, we actually got a, um, a visit from a LAPD officer, officer cop who uh, basically reassured us that he was on the job, that the safest thing for us was to stay inside uh, with these, um, <clears throat> with these, with, you know, there's a bunch of big, tough wrestlers and assorted other monsters on the show. Mm-hmm. The safest place to be probably is right here. 
And um, <clears throat> as the show went on, the, the aliens, by the way, were from Uranus. Um, <laughs> as the show went on, you know, like I could have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> as the show went on, uh, um, uh, the main event, I believe, of the show was was Serial Man versus Eric Watts mm-hmm. uh, for the the title. But during the middle of the main event, the aliens actually broke into the CIA and informed us that their their names were Invader Sucks and Invader Balls from the planet Uranus, and that they were here to um, take over the Earth mm-hmm. unless anyone could stop them. Uh, and so Serial Man and Eric Watts teamed up and defeated the aliens. They killed Officer Cop, by the way, too. Well, I mean, like, like he served honorably, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you join the force, the risk that you're taking. It's true, you know, blue lives don't matter. Um, <laughs> they should, I'm so. not going to say anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Eric Watts and Serial Man were able to overcome Invader Sucks and Balls and mm-hmm. uh, sent them packing. They did return at uh, Creepy Crawlers, Beefy Brawlers 3, disguised as ghosts. Uh, only and why do you not include meaty maulers in there? Because uh, we, we we're only running done, out of posters. We've done two and we've we got to save something for the next year. Okay. You know? I'm all, you can't give that. it away all up front. Oh, shit. Should I bleep that out? <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> <Okay>. fine. <laughs> um, so they, they've they've been through, they've come back a couple times, but they get repelled every time. Excellent. But basically, they use their mind control and advanced technology to, to fuck with us. And then, so you got, so that's the grace. The reptilians are self-explanatory. Yeah, they yeah, look yeah. like giant reptiles. They look you, like bodyguards yeah, for, the, the, for president. the president. Yeah. They're, well, they're the, so the reptilians are, are the ones that are installed in the highest reaches of our government. You know, they're installed yeah, in government, yeah. Hollywood, uh, religion, any, any, you know, massive thing that controls the populace is probably reptilian run in, 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 um, you know, just, that's just the cost of doing business. Now is Tom Cruise, uh, not of this earth, or is he just a kind of loopy, charismatic dude? Uh, he's what they call a patsy. He's a, <laughs> Harsh, but he's a, he's, allow he's, it. He's, he's a puppet. Uh, the guy that actually runs the Church of Scientology, uh, what's his name? Mis- Miscavige or something like that? Is that how you say no, his name? I don't know. Look it up. Uh, he's a reptilian. Okay. So basically, reptilians usually aren't up, out front about it. They're sort of the puppeteers yeah, behind, yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes. Um you know, Freemasons, they run oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Illuminati, they run that. You know, they, they're they they're the most nefarious ones. <laughs> Just so you know, my new burlesque name is Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati is very great. Um, uh, also, uh, they have a base on Mars, which is why we've never sent people there. I mean, we have sent people there. Not because it's very difficult no, to send no, people no, to no. Mars. We can do it. We actually sent a colony there, but the, the reptilians killed them all. So, uh, Also, the moon mm-hmm. is important to note. Uh, is not actually a moon. It was actually brought here uh, from another dimension by another species of aliens called the Nords. Uh, and it's actually a base. I hope they have a bumper sticker that says lick my Nords. Yeah. It's on the dark side of it. The part we can't see. Yeah. So that's why it does. That's why it's so different from other moons. And so the Nords, it kind of look like us, but like, I know I'm so used to all yeah. these normal moons. And when I look yeah. up at our moon, I am our like, you are like, the oddball. You're looks, the ugly duck. doesn't look ducking. right. It's super fucked up. But the Nords look like us. Just kind of mm-hmm. like if we were like Lord of the Rings elves, they just look like better versions of us. Mm-hmm. They tend to be the ones that, uh, you know, like on ancient aliens and they talk about like gods and stuff. It's usually like them. You know, so no, just uh, we got to get that baseline back. To what degree do you believe all this? Not zero percent. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Just wanted to, because because the, the knowledge base seems to go deep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've wasted a lot of time in my life, and uh, mostly on shit like this. Have you cooked up any conspiracy theories of your own? Um, Have you put together any pieces? Sorry, I didn't mean cook up experience. Th- Have yeah, you, you seen through you the bullshit? You don't make them up, dude. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've probably got one or two. Uh, Adderalls is, is what causes school shootings. Okay. Um, well, I, look, let's back up and let's, <laughs> let's go back to the Bible with that. Yeah, one. sure, let's do it. Because <laughs> the Bible uh, doesn't work beautifully if you take every word literally, but no. if you run it as a metaphor, sure, it's a it's a great it's a it's, it's a great. Yeah. poem for for life and love and yeah. and interaction and yeah. striving to be gra- yeah. to be to be full of love and to share a yeah. lot of love um Adderall causes sh- school shootings mm. as a, as a poem 
is a perfect poem. <laughs> it was a great poem. Yeah. Like that, that poetically very much tracks. <laughs> yeah, that one's a good one. I like that one the best too. What else have you got? Uh, I think. Hit us with the real nasty the shit. Real, <laughs> the real shit. Uh, let's see. Um, blow the hinges off our, blow, brain, blow, off our audience's minds. Blow the doors off of all of this. Uh, so let's see. What's a good one that isn't all super well known? Um, damn, I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. I hate conspiracy theories because anytime you don't like things, people can just write it off as a conspiracy theory. Like, I'm, oh yeah, I am not enamored with capitalism, and I believe that there are some people who are very successful at it who are using that uh, that natural talent yeah. to exploit millions of people oh, yeah. in hard horrible ways. Absolutely. But if you if you if somebody doesn't agree with you, you're just like, ah, you're a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah. You're out of your gourd. It's because it's too big for their head. You think you saw through the matrix, but you're a dumb dummy. Here's one. Here, I got Hit one me. for you. What have you got? Uh, so John F. Kennedy was killed by the CIA. Okie dokie. Uh, in part because he was addicted to uh, speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, which okay, was, it was a different time. Everyone which, was addicted to speed back then. Was prescribed to him by the same doctor that used to prescribe it to Adolf Hitler. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So there's this doctor. That was a twist ending that nobody right. saw coming. So there's this doctor whose name escapes me right now, but you can probably look it up if you look up Adolf Hitler, John F. Kennedy, mm-hmm. uh, amphetamine uh, doctor. Uh, but basically originally he was, he was, Hitler was addicted to speed as well. Mm-hmm. And it was prescribed to him by this doctor who eventually after the war came to America and became sort of the, uh, amphetamine dealer to the stars. Yeah. Uh, including Marilyn Monroe who dated John F. Kennedy, who got John F. Kennedy addicted to speed and it, Kennedy wasn't assassinated because he wanted to take down the CIA they assassinated him because he wanted to take down the CIA, but also was an unstable drug addict that they couldn't control. Oh, his his uh, his administration was messy as fuck. Oh yeah, that yeah. was yeah, because he was on fucking speed all the time, and he loved to have sex with people. Oh yeah, <laughs> like it was his favorite yeah, thing. Yeah. Absolutely, being president was a close second to fucking with that guy. Here's here's one. Here's another one for you. This, this one will make you sad though. Um, That's okay. I've been pretty happy. We can go sad for a minute or two. Aliens and stuff clearly don't exist because if they did, Donald Trump would have tweeted about it by now. Uh, uh, I think, I think as much I hear, and this is going to sound like some secret Mm -hmm. cabal shit. Mm -hmm. I think as much as, like Donald Trump's, I think, I don't know where you land on the spectrum of politics, but I'm going to try to keep this as diplomatic as possible. <laughs> I think, uh, he's, he's a noisy person. He knows how to, how to make mm. a media. Oh, he's a genius. A media cycle in go regard. in his favor. He's a carny. Um, and as much as his, his ability to make noise protects the actual evil people around him. Yeah. I think the actual evil people around him are very invested in protecting him from yeah. coming off the hinges completely because they can yeah. they can do their snatch and grab as long as yeah. he's running the circus the way he yeah. runs it. There's, there's oh yeah, I, I buy that one hundred percent. It feels very symbiotic he's and a, natural. Like it's a natural evolution how yeah. all these people work together. Everyone everyone thinks that he's an idiot, and I'm not saying he's not. But he's not. He's kind of when it, when it comes to when it comes to getting attention and getting what he wants, he's shockingly good at. You it. have to be a genius at something to get yeah. that office. You can't be a, an across the board idiot and no. be president. He's a he's a carny. Uh, yeah, and the Donald, biggest- Donald Trump is an old school carny. His biggest flaw is that he's a, a an insane narcissist. Yeah, it's like O.J. Simpson. Um, O.J. Simpson loves that he murdered people yes, and got away and with wants it. You it's to like know. his favorite thing. He wants you to as know much as JFK did. loves fucking O.J. loves knowing that he murdered yeah. people and got away with he it. He wants you to know, and Donald Trump's the same way. He wants you to know this shit. Like he wants you to know that he's smart, but he wants the only way he knows how to get attention. Uh, no press is bad press for this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and the reason he got elected was because 
so TV is run by ratings, right? Yeah. It's a business. Um, so I kept putting that motherfucker on the air because he kept getting so damn entertaining. Yeah. 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 And that's how he became president. They did it to themselves. So, Oh yeah. 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 The, 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 we made this bad. Yeah. And now, uh, now none of that to say that he's not a terrible fucking human being. Uh, cause I think clearly he is. Um, I think he's also, naive in the sense of remember when he got McDonald's for all those kids. Oh, I remember that was my favorite part. Everyone's like, wow, how could he do that? What an insult. Uh, He's so dumb. I was like, nah, man, he's not. He did what he legitimately thinks a nice thing to do would be. He, he probably sat around a long time and it was like, Oh fuck. You know what? I would have fucking liked at that age. Favorite thing is that that's what he did. I think that was the most genuine thing that guy has ever done. I, that's why I loved it. (laughs) It was so on brand. It It was was like like a child. Oh, it was like a Macaulay Culkin movie, but it was Donald Trump in Macaulay Culkin's role. Dude, he's an insane narcissist and, and a prop overall. I, from what I can tell a pretty horrible human being, but, but he's a genius at the same time and and people write him off too quickly. It's going to suck when he gets reelected. Because <laughs> he is. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's coming. It's coming. I don't want it to happen, but it, it's 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 coming for you. That I believe mm. the dumbest thing mm. you can do is assume idiocy at any any phase of anything that you care about. Yeah. Do not assume that there are idiots across the table from you, whether it's Donald Trump, anywhere on this board. Yeah. You are doing yourself a disservice by writing off the intelligence of those around you. He may not be good at hiding how he feels about things, and he's clearly into uh, a weird, super machismo thing. Because again, he's he's a fucking narcissist. Also, but, about that machismo thing, like the you've mm-hmm. heard the story that he uh, his favorite movie is Bloodsport. Yeah, but he only watches the fight scenes, and that's supposed to be an indictment. The only good scenes in Bloodsport are the fight scenes. scenes yeah. uh, that's the most, that's like another thing. The, the like, burger thing is like, I can else? relate to him on that level. Yeah. That's like, you are a human being finally. And there, you won't it, watch this. Is there anything else in that movie to watch? 20 minutes at the beginning of the flashback for when he was a kid or something. Yeah. Like the, the whole t- yeah. first 20 minutes are, are horse shit. That's like asking me to go to the new Godzilla movie and give a shit about anything the humans do. I want to talk to you about Godzilla for a minute. Sure, you mentioned that at the let's top. Let's talk about it. Are you, are you DTF with that Shin Godzilla movie? Loved it. I think, okay. I think it might be my favorite Godzilla movie. That That's like in my top 10 or yeah. 15 films. It's cause I, it's cause he's a monster again. Yes, and and like the pain of being Godzilla, yeah. how much it sucked to, yeah. uh, <laughs> to be that. He thing. fucking he's in in that one. It's it's the truest return to him just being a monster. I loved that one. He's just a force of nature. And my favorite scene in it is the fucking uh, the atomic breath scene when he first uses the atomic breath. Yes, yeah, yeah. That yeah. scene is fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah, like he just like the whole setup for it. I mean, the the ones shooting out of the spikes. Eh. But when he actually fucking like the jaw unhinges a yeah, little bit yeah. and it like first he's it's like a rocket ship at first. He's just like belching out all this fire and shit. And and then all of a sudden it kind of ping and, and it, yep. it's it's that sharp, you know, a, a beam like, fuck, that scene was cool. His, the eyes even go black, right? Is because he's got like, I think like big round kind of, you know, blue, like mm-hmm. white with blue irises kind of eyes. But in that one, his eyes just go black like a shark. Yeah. I loved that movie because that's what, like the 80th Godzilla movie, but it was still like the whole experience was one of discovery about what Godzilla was and to have that, that really slow burn experience of, of, of what is this anyway? What are we dealing with? What is the character? Yeah. It was more, it was, it was, it's more of a, like a horror movie than it is a, you know, a giant monsters fight. Yeah. Which I, I mean, ultimately, I think that's what people prefer when Godzilla fights other monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I would agree. Well, that, I mean, that's kind of what you're, yeah. that's the, the bread and butter of Godzilla's exactly. monsters it's fighting, fighting monsters. And, uh, but, but to take a moment to pull back and, and yeah. think about like, what does this mean? Yeah. Uh, in, in the grand like spiritual sense yeah. and also in the like just the mechanics of running a government that's contending with this yeah exactly this threat anyway I just wanted to I just wanted to to uh, throw some <laughs> throw the, some the, love the new the new one was gnarly too so uh, I, I haven't seen it yet if you like uh, big monsters fighting well, I'm DTF with that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I got a question from the first half, and then I want to I want to ring a ding ding the bell. Sure, man. Um, you mentioned like going to shows with twenty people. Mm. How do you keep the fire alive? Like, what what do you do to <laughs> keep the momentum going for these big operations? Uh, it's hard sometimes um, because there's a lot of wrestling shows, and and, and everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to to be a, a. I mean, not everybody wants to be a wrestling promoter, but in wrestling, people who are wrestling fans, um, they want to be part of it. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Like all wrestlers were fans at one point, for yeah, the, for the most part. Um, <clears throat> but uh, there's just so many little penny any little fucking shows, and I started that way too, you know. So I don't want to knock them too much, but. You know, some of them don't know how to promote and, and stuff or don't have the money to. And so it's just like, fuck, man, this sucks. Like, these people don't give a fuck that I'm here. And, and I don't, and I'm out here dressed like a, a fucking clown. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Trying to get these people to give a shit about anything and they just don't, you know. So I, I think, like any performer or, or, or starving artist type, it's a real downer. You know, mm-hmm. so luckily I've been able to uh, get on some good shows that really draw. You know, yeah. Hood Slam does really, really well every show. It's close to a thousand people, at least for the first Friday show. And the, they now do one a week and, and they all seem to draw pretty well. Uh, I do a show out in Arizona uh, called Party Hard Wrestling that draws very well as well. So mostly these days um i mean i've been doing it about 10 years now you know um and i don't really think i'll be going to the wwe at all mm-hmm. which you know whatever uh I, it'd be great if they called tomorrow i would go instantly i'm not yeah, saying yeah, i yeah. wouldn't but i just don't think it's uh, probably in the cards for me <laughs> the, the ball's in their court yeah right now. it's yeah um so I think as you as you as you get on with it, you, you kind of it's good to get choosy about what you do, mm-hmm. you know, because like this doing this hurts to a degree, and, and you're putting a lot of yourself out there, and, and, it, and it can be really, you know, it can be kind of it can be I don't want to say soul destroying, but it can be a real downer, you know, when you're performing in front of ten. It's like being a it's like being a, a stand up comedian. You know, yeah. Sometimes you're going to kill, and sometimes you're not. Yeah, and um, yeah. and sometimes you're not going to kill because there's nobody in the room. Yeah, like, exactly. Ju- it's just impossible it's to. This is what it is. Um, and so I, I think I'm more at the point uh, of my of my career in this that uh, quality over quantity. Okay. So that's kind of what I, I how I deal with it. You know, I do hood slam, and I'll do this other show in Arizona when they want me and, and I'll pick up a few other shows here and there, but mostly I feel like I'm just kind of focusing on wrestling pro wrestling now. And I, I feel like uh, one, I feel like I like, I, I like performing. I love performing, yeah. but I also like, you know, creating this whole thing and writing this whole show. And did it take you a minute to love performing or was it? No, I, I okay. loved it right away. Cause you was talking about starting off as a shy kid. Yeah, but it's different. You know, you're not in a crowd, you're above the crowd. Yeah. You know, so it's a, it's kind of a different thing. And, and honestly, most of my wrestling has been under a mask anyway. Yeah. So it's not yeah, like, yeah. It's me out there. It's like I said earlier, it's way easier to play a character than it is to be yourself. Yeah, absolutely. um, So that's kind of how I deal with the performance aspect of it, you know. Before we ring a ding ding, are there any wrestling specific conspiracy theories you want to put out there? Um, uh, (laughs) um, There are, but... uh, but my friend works for the company, so I can't <laughs> today. Would you please be kind enough to draw the first card from the Hollywood Fishbowl right. and put that, put, uh, posit the query on, upon, whereupon it is written. I, that I sentence should, fell apart. I should just say it. Uh, <clears throat> what's the best kiss you ever had and why? Oh, that's darling. And, uh, I can't really read the name here. Uh, at is it Elizabeth, Elizabeth McIrvin? McIrvin? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. At Elizabeth McIrvin. Uh, well, I think that's a pretty personal question for you just to ask 
Miss McIrvin, uh, it's a little forward of you. I mean, we don't really know each other, but I would say uh, the best kiss that I ever got was uh, on my first date with my current girlfriend, uh, Brandy. Um, we met up and went to a couple places, but we're just kind of really into each other and uh, spent most of the night making out. So I think that that's for, not so bad. No, it was great. It, was, it definitely wasn't bad at all. What makes uh, a kiss great in your mind? Like what? Uh, I don't know that there's anything about the mechanics of it per se. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there probably is. There's probably people out there that are known for, for whatever reason for being the great at some physical act. Uh, but I think you're talking to one buddy. There you go. There's no better kisser on this <laughs> planet. Jesse. Well, we'll find out. Uh, uh, but I would say it's, it's not so much in the mechanics of it. I think it's more in the, uh, emotion of it. Mm-hmm. That makes it good. I think for me, like, let's get into kiss talk. Yeah, shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> I, lo- I just, love that man. Just that, that both are both. If, if your partner is having a good time kissing, you're probably going to have a good time kissing too. Yeah. That's kind of, I, I would agree. Um, 100%. But I, I think yeah, there's a certain, I mean, it sounds a little corny, but I think certain people have better connections than others yeah, to each yeah. other. And I think if you can just find that person that has that right kind of connection, uh, anything they do is good. So have you ever had a particularly shitty kiss? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Definitely. You know you know how I know how to the recipe to get a shitty kiss. What was that? Uh the other person drinks a Red Bull 2 hours before you Ooh. kiss and nothing else since then. Ooh. <laughs> That's my least favorite kiss Ooh. on earth. That does sound pretty pretty bad. It's a gnarly. My turn. All right, here we go. What are we getting? Just digging in the fishbowl for those of you who can't see, you know. Oh, if you were a character from a movie, who would you be? Who who would you be and who would you want to be? Hmm. Who would I be? Um, <laughs> what was Marty McFly's dad's name? Kip? Yeah, something like <laughs> that's, that. That's who I'd be. Not who I want to be. Yeah, but <laughs> that's uh, right. Uh, I feel like I'd probably be any character in a movie. I'd probably be like hot dog vendor number three. Have you ever been a background hot dog vendor number three? Uh, I've been background, but not mm-hmm. a hot dog vendor, but I'd probably be that. Um, actually, I think Serial Man is in a movie right What's now. What's going on? Is that the Fred Durst one? Yeah, yeah. Am I, th- I allowed to talk about this? Yeah, sure. Okay, <laughs> is it out? Uh, I think, I don't know if it's out yet, but I think it's... Because I think that would hit the fucking wall yeah. with, with money and, and legal concerns. Right? I think it's up on, um, it's supposed to be up on Amazon soon, if it's not already. Uh, last I heard, but uh, did, you, did you get paid for that one? Yeah, I got check? paid. Okay, for, yeah, okay. yeah. No, they they sent me money. Okay, um, but no, yeah. we're not putting Fred Durst on blast today. But we could. It's all right. He's you, probably used to it. You think he could handle the heat from the Hollywood fishbowl? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think he could. I mean, this movie apparently had trouble getting it out there. So, it's but yeah, the street. There's, <laughs> but there's definitely a scene with me in it, and if it if it made it into the final cut, I'm pretty prominent in it. So I guess I'd be myself then. Oh yeah, because I'm be. right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as who I would want to be, yeah. Uh, hmm. That's a tough call. Most good movies, it's a tragic uh, ending for all these characters. I don't want to do anything particularly tragic. I want to be um, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. That that's a good, good one. one. That's, yeah. You know my favorite line What's from that, that movie? Uh, what, oh, I forget the exact wording, but what she says, not that, that's my blue period. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. Just like the, the way they, they surgically <laughs> slid <laughs> that slide in. Slide those in. Yeah. And breeze by it so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Put a big old smile on my face. Please. All right, let's see what we got going on. I'm not a monster. I'll let you pick one or two out. I hope I don't get one from that other chick again. She's going to ask all these like, like Elizabeth deep the, questions. I don't know the Elizabeth answers Elizabeth McKissy face. This one just says jokes. All right, hit me. What's your favorite joke? What's my favorite joke? All right. Uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a terrible joke. This is a joke mm-hmm. my dad really liked uh, for whatever reason. Hit me. Um... So there's this little kid, he's a, like in kindergarten, and it's show and tell day. 
This little kid's name is uh, Johnny, and Johnny is known for being a bit of a malcontent, if you will. Yeah. And um, so it's show and tell. And so the teacher's like, okay, who wants to share a story from something? Johnny's got his hand up, and he's particularly excited about this one. And the teacher's like, uh, anyone but him. So she picks some little girl. Little girl tells her a boring-ass story, and sits back down and uh he's like okay who wants to go next johnny's fucking he's waving his hand now man he's waving that shit and the teacher's like uh come on man please so she picks some other kid and this kid tells his boring ass story that nobody cares about sits back down she's like all right who else would like to go johnny is like standing on his fucking desk at this point you know he's falling out of his chair and no one else really seems too keen on raising their hands anyway so teacher's finally like fuck it might as well get it out of the way now john what's your story and so john proudly sounders up to the front of the room and he's like uh so this weekend, my dog was chasing this rabbit and they were chasing each other all up around the yard and the rabbit stopped straight, it just stopped completely short and my dog ran straight up his ass. And the teacher's like, not ass, Johnny, wrecked him. Wrecked him, hell, it killed him. <laughs> the end. Man, that's my dad's <laughs> that's favorite joke. Show. Two snares and a cymbal fell down a canyon, but I'm... You want, you want to hear my... I'm, I'm going to okay. give my dad some love. Yeah, this is it. my dad's favorite joke. Wait, am I going to tell the favorite or the one that he wrote? I'll tell you the one that he wrote. Even better. Um, this is uh, very much in the cut of Mitch Hedberg. He was a, <laughs> he's a fan of his work. And my dad's joke is, um, if you want to feed a man for a day, give him a fish. If you want to feed a man for the rest of his life, give him a poison fish. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a good joke. That is great. That's that's a perfect that, structure. That's a that belongs in a museum. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> You're, You're welcome. You're gonna put a smile on my dad's face. Yeah. My turn. Your turn. There it I'm is. I'm gonna close my eyes theatrically. Right. How would you like to be remembered? We'll go a little serious uh, on this one. We'll bring it down after jokes. How would I like to be remembered? Um. Hmm. Do you want to be remembered? Do you want to uh, be in the ether? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind being casually remembered, like, like, um, like if you were, if it was like a couple of people. So here's how I want to be remembered. Hit me. Uh, so this guy, I want. I want to be remembered in the in the way that. Uh, so this guy is on a date with this chick that he doesn't know, and they're at some place, and he knows a casual bit. Of, of trivia about the place that's mm-hmm. about me. So he brings it up as an attempt to impress his date. Oh yeah. 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 Like, like, uh, this was, the, that was Charlie Chaplin's table yeah, over there. Yes. But this was Derek's. This, yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Okay. That's a good way to be remembered. It's right, okay. very, uh, it feels very homey. Yeah. Like really, really kind of cozy. Cozy remembrance. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. Your turn. All right. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> This one seems thick. Yeah. Now all the questions are thick, baby. Best meal you ever had. Oh, yeah. Fuck, man. That's easy. (laughs) Um, So when I lived in Shanghai. Mm -hmm. um, Hey, my answer to this is not in America either. Nice. Hit me. You tell me. Uh, So when I lived in Shanghai, um, buffets are very big in China. At least they were 10 years ago. I assume they still are now, but like, so the, and that's part of the reason why you see most Chinese restaurants are buffet style. Cause they mm-hmm. love that shit. Mm-hmm. But unlike here where they're usually like cheap, you know, kind of shitty kind of places in China, they are big shit. Um, <clears throat> so we, uh, the school that I taught, uh, clownery at, um, <laughs> Uh, wait, 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 wait. I thought you were teaching English. Yeah. Little, when did you pivot to clownery? <laughs> it was an elective. Uh, I taught, you know what I did, by the way? Hit me. Uh, they, the kids wanted to learn about Christmas once. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I showed them the movie Gremlins. Excellent choice. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> <Yeah>. choice. <laughs> this is great. Especially the scene where she talks about her dad dying in the chimney. They fucking, they lost their minds about that. First of all, they were like, what the fuck are chimneys? Second of all, because they love, they live in a lot of apartments. Uh, anyway. No, uh, no. I'm saying, the fuck Jimmy Stewart. The real Christmas <laughs> yeah, is gremlins. film is gremlins. Yeah, absolutely. 
but anyway, uh, so the scholars were gonna. They took us to this uh, big buffet. I think it was actually probably around Christmas time. It, was, it may have been around Christmas. May have been around some big holiday of theirs. Um, and so they took us to this buffet in downtown Shanghai, and it was hella nice. Like it was the nice. Like everything was on the buffet. You get they they cooked fucking steak in front of you. You could pick a lobster and they'd lob, they'd, they'd, mm-hmm. they'd lobster cook that thing up, whatever the fuck it is you do. It wasn't just like Chinese food. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it was in fried rice. and Yeah, and, they had that too. But yeah, like, of course. Uh, and then like they had a section that was just beer mugs filled with beer and you could just take however many you wanted. You know, so it's basically you're just running around. It was like, it was like uh, Chuck E. Cheese for adults yep. in a way. Like just you could take anything and, and, and I didn't have to pay for it, which probably was the best part. The school was footing the bill, but like it was all you could eat, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like junk. It was like, it was nice shit, man. They had, they had dudes coming around and had these, uh, I don't know what you would call them. They were, they were like, like two feet long maybe. And, um, they just, there was like a big skewer with like meat on it and they would come over and cut it <laughs> off and just, Here's some there it is. Yeah, yeah, they would just go around doing that. It was fucking gnarly, dude. So that was probably the best meal I ever had. The best meal I ever had? I was biking around Spain for a couple of months when I was a teenager, just like, because it was kind of like a fuck it. I'm going to be old and brittle one day. Why yeah. not do this now and get it out of the way? YOLO. Yes. Yes. <laughs> before I was YOLOing before all you millennials <laughs> drove that into the ground. Uh, yeah, I'm gatekeeping YOLOing. Um, what was the story? Oh, uh, I was piss poor at the time. Mm -hmm. So I went into this restaurant and I was just like, guys, I got 700 pesetas, which is like, you know, seven bucks or five bucks, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. That's all you're going to get at the end of this meal. Like Mm -hmm. whatever you can give me, I'm going to eat and enjoy and be so grateful for. Mm So they brought out like a salad. Then they brought out the roast chicken. Then they brought out like the paella. Then they brought out the the little skewered fish that were cooked on an open flame. Then they brought out the coffee. Then they brought out the flan. And it just like it was like a Jeez three Louise. hour thing. And then uh, over coffee and flan, the the head chef came out and he sat down and we were shooting the shit for like mm. forty five minutes. And then he was like, yeah, just what they, they didn't ask for the 700 pesetas at the end. It was a free <laughs> wow. meal and it was, it was on the Mediterranean. Like we were up on a cliff overlooking the, the mm. ocean as the sun was, it was phenomenal. Wow. And I like, that's one of those pay it forward moments. Like I can't wait yeah, till right? I, till there's somebody who's hungry and I'm just like, I'm going to spoil the shit out of you right now. I got now. you, bro. Yeah. So that's not bad. I'm a little jealous of yours though. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that sounded, we did not have mugs of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they just, they were just sitting there. You could, you just take, I took like four of them. There's nothing like, like when, when you need a good meal and you get a great one, there's like no feeling no, yeah, it's, like that it's in the universe. The best feeling in the entire universe. My turn. There we go. I'm digging deep. Deep in there. Get in there. We already did that one. Sorry. <laughs> Jokes again. What would be the title of your autobiography? Uh, serial killer. Uh, yeah, serial killer probably is the. It's like that's the best one. Yeah, it's gonna be that. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your toes. <laughs> no, it's this. Yes. I was gonna say the same thing. So, <laughs> your turn. My turn. We uh, are flaming this yeah, bowl. We are was tearing easy. through it. Yeah, I'm good at flaming bowls. This that was established in Act ah. One. Let's see what we got. What's the ice break, best icebreaker question you've ever been asked from uh, Mariko Lockridge? Yes, for the man who did not, does not, is on record as saying that he does not like small talk bullshit yeah. icebreakers. Um, Are there any at all that, that work for you? I don't think it's an ice, this one was an icebreaker question, but it definitely, it definitely caught me off guard. Um, I used to have a, a, a bigger uh, beard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was at work one day and this uh, customer comes up and she says to me, hey, so does the uh, carpet match the drapes? A customer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yes. 
Um, so that was probably the best as far as a, as a opening to a conversation. Where did that go from there? Oh, I mean, I sold her weed and, 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 uh, continue to have a loving relationship with my girlfriend in the last oh, okay, seven okay, years. So okay. That's where it went, but it was, uh, it was, uh, charming, I guess. Yeah. 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 Caught me off guard and I usually like that. So yeah, I've tried this one. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't quote. I have no idea what to do with these things End quote and see if, if you can kind of scoop it up from there. See if anyone picks I, it up. I, I start docile and try to work my way back yeah. to adulthood. It's probably the safer route. Is it my turn? I think it's... Yeah, no. you, you just got Mariko. Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See I'm going to go for green ones just in case I get lucky in one of yours. Yeah. What is your most embarrassing moment that ever happened during a meeting? During a meeting? I don't think I've been in a lot of meetings. <laughs> I was, was going to say how, uh, uh, like, is it, is it easy to get embarrassed when you show up at, like you're known for a serial man? Yeah. Like how far, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to be pretty vulgar to shock anyone in that meeting. People yeah. are going to adjust the needle. You're not, you're not the, the branch manager of a city bank or something like that. Yeah. I don't think I have a good embarrassing meeting story. Talking myself down. That's that's what I do wrong in meetings all the time. Oh yeah. And then as I'm driving away, I'm just like, fuck, why did I uh, why did I remind them that I'm incapable of not, half the things? I should not have said that. Yeah. Uh, I do remember uh And all you have to do is not say it and then it's not said. It's so easy. I think I think the only thing that I feel like qualifies is I had this uh job once at a like a local newspaper back in North Carolina and I didn't really want the job, but, um, you've had a lot of jobs, I've had a lot of jobs and, uh, I don't know that I ever liked any of them. Uh, do you like the job now? Though? I like the job I have now. It's not really what I want to do, but it's, it's easy and it pays good and, yeah. and it's pretty, it's easy, you know? Well, um, I don't know. Like I frame you as, as the WPW, like your job job might be the dispensary, yeah. but like when I look at you, I'm thinking like this guy's job is a wrestler. Yeah. That's I like that. An job. Entertainer. Yeah, no, I enjoy that part. I, uh, I like that. I like, I like building the costumes. I love all that shit. Um, uh, but actual like day jobs and shit. I've, I've always been kind of the shits at, um, but I remember once was working for this, uh, this little crummy local newspaper and I didn't want to, but, uh, my mom wouldn't shut the fuck up about getting a job. So, you mm-hmm. know, I did that. Um, and so I was, they were going to fire me cause I was doing a bad job and, uh, I was Seems cool. like it makes sense <laughs> from there. I, end. I mean, it was cool with that, <laughs> but my mom was like, well, you should at least ask if they'll let you stay on part time. And so I did that. And he's like, the guy's like, do you, is that something you really want? I was like, no, it's just my mom made me ask you that question. <laughs> I don't know why I did. So well, that's not embarrassing. That's like, if I was on the other side of that table from you, I'd be like, like okay, the, the kid's cool. Yeah. Like, he sucks at this. He doesn't like this. Let's just end. Yeah. The thing it was and, easier. But just at least to, I can respect him. Yeah. So yeah, that's the closest I think I have to a version of, of an answer to that question. That's not so bad. There have been worse meetings, please. Oh, let's see here. Are you super dash Smith? Uh, at Super Derek Smith. Oh, okay, okay. I was ill, ill reading. Uh, my handwriting is terrible. So, let's see here. What's your dream house look like inside and out? I got my answer. Uh, Have you ever seen the movie My Neighbor Totoro? Yeah. If I ever build a house, I'm recreating the floor plans of that exact house. I love that place. Not a bad idea. Um, Modern amenities in the kitchen, but other than that. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't about me. This is about you. I don't know if I got an answer to this one either. I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm pretty flexible in that regard. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to live in like an apartment building per se. Like this one's okay. Cause it's not like 10 well, floors. Thanks. And, I was a little, I was going to, it sounded like you were taking shots at yeah, my apartment, I, I, which yeah, was a little fucked up at know, this point. It could be nicer. I think, uh, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh but, I don't think this conversation is going very well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you are experiencing this, your most embarrassing meeting. This moment right now. The last episode. Uh, no, I, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd be happy as long as it's like nice. It doesn't have to be very big. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could live in those fucking, um, you see them advertise all the time now, uh, on like future tech blogs and shit. Uh, they're like, um, they're like, like a hyper compact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably be fine in that. You know, I don't really need a lot of space. Yeah. Uh, I mostly just kind of would like to have a garage that I can build my costumes in. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, as long as it's got four sturdy walls, the air conditioning works all right. And, uh, you know, it's got plumbing and I can cook in it. I don't really give much of a fuck past that. Uh, I mean, I have dogs, so I'd prefer some sort of yard as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that they, you know, because they're, they're like 95 pounds, man. So they need some. Those are big ass dogs. They're fucking big ass dogs, dude. Uh, so having a little bit of space that they can, like my apartment now, yeah. we have like a little yard that they can run around in and shit. So really, I'd say that's the important stuff. Anything mm-hmm. else is just kind of gravy. So perfect. Let's do one or two more and then let's GTFO. Sweet. Was that you pulled that one? Yeah, it's, it's my turn. turn. Do you remember the name of this episode? Uh, okay, I was wondering if you just said whatever was in your head when we started or if this was like a master plan you had. No. Because <laughs> I vaguely, it was like the big deep hole. The or dark the, secret hole. That's what it was, yeah, the dark secret hole. The dark hole. secret hole. Uh, how can we use heroes to explore our deeper selves and inspire us? And let's try to tie this back into WPW and then mm. we'll round out this episode. I think that's like a good word. A good question to end on. Uh, so I would say, so the first part of the, the question, we all we all consider ourselves the hero of our own story, I think, to, mm-hmm. to varying degrees. I mean, it's it's logical. It's hard yeah. not to because we, like, yeah. we're the ones we spend the most time with. Yeah, it, it's also why they say there's two sides to every argument because I don't think you can ever completely – believe someone's point of view. Cause I think for the most part, even if you, even if you're like the most, you know, level headed, you know, non self-centered person, I think to a degree you still hope for the best in yourself. So mm-hmm. when you present a story, even, even if you can see your flaws, I still think you try to put yourself over a little bit anyway, just to like, cause we all, we don't think we're a bad person. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and that's not to say we secretly are, but we all have our faults and well, flaws. Well, yeah, we all exist on a spectrum of, of good to bad. And there's parts yeah. of us that are phenomenal and parts of each of us that are reprehensible. Yeah. And and I think we, at the same time, though, I think we prefer heroes that are heroic while still having flaws. And the way that's kind of worked out now is kind of you have, like, the comedic hero. Like, a lot of the Marvel characters are like that. Mm-hmm. Like, Thor is not perfect, but he's... He can be inept and kind of stupid and, 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 and childish, but he's funny and he at least in the end tries to do the right thing. And I think yeah. that's what we today mostly want from our heroes. And I think it's it's important to remember that, you know, heroes aren't always, uh, you know, white hats. You know, they're not always out there trying to do the most selfless thing possible mm-hmm. all the time. And some people that are trying to do that are not what they appear to be either. And so some, some of the characters in wrestling pro wrestling to, to tie it back to that, you know, aren't what you would traditionally think of as, as heroic or good people per se, like rubber baby and leather daddy seem like two weird, uh, sex fetishists, which they are, but they're also in a committed <laughs> relationship with each Let's other. Let's be honest. And they're, they're, they don't, they're, they're generally good people. Yeah. But we have another character called Phil Cosby and Phil Cosby is based off of Bill Cosby who, you know, isn't the hero that he, <laughs> yeah. he presented himself he, as he's, for years. He's years. clearly a horrible person, but he's like a perfect example of that, that he honestly believes yeah. that he's a, a phenomenal yep. person, a leader of yep. thought and of, of yep. kindness. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so like the way we do try to play it off with Phil is that, yeah, we know ne- we never present him as doing anything good. He's always the bad guy in every situation he's in. But the fun with him is that he's so damn, kind of you just he's funny and he's he's weirdly charming in a way mm-hmm. you can't help but like it. it and and he makes you forget that horrible part of him, which is yeah. what i like the most about the character frankly uh is that sometimes i'll i'll see people cheering for that dude and i'm like you do realize what he actually is yes. and 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 so i not everyone who's good 
appears to be perfectly good in a traditional sense and not everyone that's bad is, you know, mustache twirling, you know, mm-hmm. uh, snidely whiplash. So one of the things I really respect about the Phil Cosby character is he's like, he does the slow burn. He'll sit in the audience for an hour and a half before his fight. Like, that's mm-hmm. he he does a long con in yeah. some of those shows as that character. Yeah. Not a 5 minute or 10 minute match, but it's a, yeah. it's a it's a very interesting way to use a very, a very Ter- terrible silly yeah. base gimmick. Yes it is. Awesome. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a hero in any way? Uh no, I'm just a dude. Like, okay. like every other dude just trying to dude his way through life, dude. Now, if people liked what they heard from this particular dude and they wanted to catch up with you on the social medias, where would they go to do that? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, at uh, Super Derek Smith. That's probably where I'm the most active as far as posting things. Uh, you can also follow Serial Man on Twitter at LSerialMan, E-L, Serial Man. Uh, and then you should probably follow Wrestling Pro Wrestling. You know, I think on Instagram we're at Wrestling Pro Wrestling, at Wrestling PW on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook and wherever uh, fine wrestling is sold. Uh, last Friday of every month in beautiful Burbank, California at the Burbank Moose Lodge. Just yeah, look just up Wrestling Pro Wrestling. Just a jump from Dollar Tacos. You cannot go wrong. Right. That's the perfect location. It's, it's, such, a good, it's such a good night out. Uh, HW Fishbowl, you know where to find us, Hollywood Fishbowl. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm, here's the thing is, I've been working with y'all for like a couple of months now. <laughs> I don't know who's who. You all have masks on and costumes yeah. and you're swapping out this for that. I have no clue who's who, so I'm <laughs> really, really gl- uh, grateful for you sharing your time with us. Yeah. And uh, just, it's such a good show. It's so much fun to come out to WPW. Thank you very much.